Hello, Chandeep. How are you going, mate? Good. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you. Clear. It's a good start, right? It's a good start, yes. The music was really nice. Oh, oh please, please like it. Thank you. It's a good change, but no, it's, it's, uh, it, it does the job. It gets everything started, you know? I, uh, I, I did a, a live thing with uh, Reed Havens a few, uh, a couple of months ago, and I started, and my, I was on mute for the first few seconds, and I was like, it just never sounds like a smooth, it's like um, a, a pre-corona thing when you start and you're still on mute. You kind of expect it to be so annoying to be <laughs> immediately kind of there, you know? Anyway, sorry, that's me rambling immediately. Thank you for joining. I really appreciate it. I know it's um, kind of coming up your bedtime. It's, uh, where are you located again? You mentioned I am in Dubai. Ah, you're in Dubai. Okay, right nice. That's right. Cool. And it's like 11 o'clock. Two hours of yeah, two hours ahead of you. Yeah, I promise we'll do forty-five minutes and then go straight to bed. <laughs> All good. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to um, do um, a quick intro? Tell us who you are and that kind of stuff, and then we'll kind of get the ball rolling on chatting. Sure. Yeah, sure. Everybody can see my name. My name is Chandeep Chabra, and uh, I live and stay in Dubai as at the moment. I do training and consulting on Power BI alongside. Uh, I do write blogs. I haven't written in a while, but I do write blogs and alongside some YouTube videos uh, that is keeping me busy these days. So yeah, that's what I do. Very nice polish YouTube. You say you haven't blogged in a while. You blog, but I've been, you know, doing going go, scrolling through your, your blog and enjoying it. I um that was last month, I believe. Was it last month? Was it? I'm I'm, I'm losing track of the months. You know, there was one blog entry I particularly enjoyed. It was about um, extracting any step in Power Query. Yeah, um, that was a good one. I really, was... <laughs> really enjoyed that. I didn't know you could do that. Um, I, I was reading. I was immediately thinking, I want a use case for that. I want a situation where I actually need this. I'll think of one because I really want to do it. it. Sounds like a really fun trick, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. Just I, mean, I mean, if you're if, if you're having a query there, which is where you know you pro probably have three or four steps, and you would want to utilize the steps somewhere in other query. Hmm. Maybe this could be a merge. This could be something else. Then you could probably do something like that. Yeah. So no, it's a cool idea. I am. Um, yeah. I, I would. I would um, post the link in the chat. But I did that once, and for some reason, I got me booted out of my own chat. So I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of, oh. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. It was so <laughs> weird. Um, so for the rest of the, of the chat, I literally couldn't click any button. Otherwise, it was going to boot me out of everything. Um, but I will post it somewhere because it was a really, it's a really, really nice blog. On the uh, the topic of your blog, um, the name, I was wondering for um, a while, because I've, yeah, I've been following your channel and enjoying videos and stuff, and I was like, Goodly. This Goodly is an interesting name. Is it like Goodly? Because you do things, you do them good, you do them goodly. Um, please tell us a little story, because I, I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Where the blog name sure. come from? Sure. Uh, so I'm going to tell you two stories instead. How did it uh, come to be Goodly uh, yeah. first, and then uh, why Goodly? So um, back in the day in 2013, when I decided to leave my job and I thought that I'll just do something of my own, I got some work and then I uh, went up to my mother and said, mom, I want to build the client and I don't really have any name to put on the invoice. What should mm -hmm. I do? Uh, why don't you lend me the name Goodly? Because you have everything set up, the company set up, the taxation is there. You can be the signing authority. I'm anyways in a job. I don't, don't really know that how long is it going to go. So I'm just going to take this name for now 
and let's just see where it goes. So I just took the name Goodly. Hmm. And my father had created this name, even the logo he had created it at during those times, there was no uh, like a computer back in India hmm. uh, 35 years ago. Um, and you would just create logos with hand, draw it with hand scales and then just mm -hmm. get it printed. And then, you know, you make dyes out of it. And that's how the logo was born. That's cool. So it's that old. Um, and the other day, so that's how, you know, I got the name Goodly. I just, and just took it away from my parents. Um, and, <laughs> and the other day I was, I was sitting with my father, um, and I asked him that, why did you name this thing Goodly? Like what's, what's, why Goodly? What's about mm -hmm. this? Like, what were you thinking at that time? I'm sorry. I'm just asking you such a dated question, but why, what Goodly? So he says, you know, I was just thinking to kind of create another company uh, for your mother to kind of split the revenue and things like that. But so he says, you know, I wanted to come up with a good name, you know, so something good. And then from there, he just said, okay, good, goodly. And that's how the name was born. So yeah, that's, the, I don't know. It was a very, that's very uh, lame reason, I, I believe. No, but I, I love it. Even think, yeah, I don't even think that he remembers that why did he got goodly. So I think he, whatever came to his mind first, he just blurted out that. That's really good. And I, I think it's a good name, a, a good name. Oh, sorry, it's too obvious. But you know, it is, it, sound, it sounds nice. And it could be a variety of things. And I kind of think it makes people, you remember for sure, because it's not, it's not as simple as the word good, goodly. It feels like something behind it. But what I love in that story is that you didn't, you just asked your dad recently, you've been using goodly for such a long time. That's and right. it's a, you said 35 year old name, right? Uh, he's been, had this name and you, you've just yourself discovered where it actually came from. This is, uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Very cool. Yeah, uh so yeah, just like the way that you said it, I mean, it's I mean, it could be used for anything and everything. So the time that we get together, me and my brothers, and you know, everybody's sitting at home, so we think of different business ideas. Like we could mm -hmm. do this, and we could do that, and you know, everything starts with goodly. So okay, let's just sell chicken. So goodly chicken. Let's just uh, sell cookies. So goodly cookies. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> because it's actually it's actually a really good point. It's such a good brand name because it could just be. It's a good name. It's it's not really. I mean, you know, if you like look at um, you know what we do with working with with your Power BI data Excel, so many things are related to those things. You know, like people trying to have it something that's like BI related or some kind of like pun. And myself being a perfect example because you know Power BI guy, I thought that's a good idea. That wasn't a good idea. Um, but you know, all these people. But you just you have you have goodly, and it just works because. It's just a nice, smooth. Sorry, I just think it's a, it's a nice thing, and I, and the story behind it kind of makes it even more enjoyable, you know. So, there you are, yeah. Shanti from Goodly. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, in in Goodly, you do um, you, you're kind of are you more so are you focused on the entire like package query like to Power Query because obviously you you as you mentioned before you work with Excel and, and Power BI, and obviously the thing that merges those together is kind of Power Query. Yeah, I mean. Power Query have been my jam off late. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of Power Query. This is solely because I have been getting into projects where the data quality is shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some of those. So, 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 so uh, uh, for the last maybe a few months or so, repeatedly project after project after project, the, the data quality is so bad that I have mm. to kind of do these nasty, queries and do these you know wrangling of the data and creative ways to be able to you know come up with a neat and clean data model so 
Power Query has been my jam of late. Cool. But uh, I'd like to do some DAX and I'd like to do some visuals as well. So yeah, pretty much there uh, on the three segments of, yeah. like I just want to build good models and whatever it takes to build a good model. Yeah. 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 This is always a good start, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, goodly start. A good, a good <laughs> you can just use it for everything, right? <laughs> if you like it, should be done on an advert every December. Like this, this was done, it was done goodly. Um, you know, <laughs> that was a good one. Oh man, um, but yeah, so yes, yeah, so getting a you're cleaning your data and then getting into a nice model is, is always a, is fantastic stuff. So, but when you you said you were um, working with shared data uh as, as you said which is i think everyone who was uh, worked with in data can can uh, certainly remember many of those situations is it um you is this from consultancy work or is it like you kind of taken over like like for me personally i don't do consultancy but i can you know i can take over a project from someone else halfway through how does it work with you are you kind of um um so i directly contact companies or um, the way it happens is that uh, since I have a very small setup, uh, now that I have a like a person and a small editor, like a editor with me, so we have built right like a small team around here. But generally, nice. I directly go and talk to companies, and they kind of come up with these problems uh, uh, that they are dealing with. And you know, Power BI seems to be a good solution to solve those problems. So yeah, yeah that's how it works. So there's no intermediary in between. Yeah, fair enough. So that makes sense. So I'm going to pull this comment from Jeff that's a perhaps accurate shit data. I would wish <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So I love it. It's a very bold comment. Uh, <laughs> <shit> clients. <laughs> I, I'm sure there are no shit clients, really. Maybe just one or two. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a, it's, it's interesting that to actually proactively approach customers to kind of solve that problem. I can imagine if you do it that way, you are going to encounter more, let's start saying, um, poor quality data um, or, or data model. Like that. they haven't got like, you know, you can quite often, you can work with a company and they have a um, already quite a good data setup. You know, they kind of, they've got a, a nice model, they've got a nice data warehousing. But um, if you are kind of actively approaching these companies, then perhaps they kind of, they don't have that, have that in place which is why you're kind of more dealing with this data. Um, so the thing is that um, what I have generally seen in terms of the projects is that if you happen to work with the revenue function of the company, you are maybe helping the sales teams and deal with that sort of data, which is directly mm -hmm. tied to the revenue. The company is going to invest a lot of money to make sure that the data quality is up to the mark and you have some software. So you have some ERP, you have some SaaS and you know some SQL mm -hmm. database at the back and things like that. But the time you move down, from that sales function to any other cost function, perhaps uh, HR or operations or any other thing which is not directly tied to the revenue, mm. you will have spreadsheet after spreadsheet, just data floating around, some random softwares that don't even have any connectors available and things like that. So just mm. just like weird pieces of data. So all around, mm. that's it. Yeah. So that's the way it is. Yeah, there's always that, that goal to kind of have every bit of data that you need to run your company wonderfully data warehoused and fantastically structured. But exactly as you say, the the further you go from that core of that, the, the yeah. core users, it's like, yeah. oh, we have we have a bit of here. We have a, we have a little bit there and it just becomes this whole mess of, but this is, but on the plus side, 
that means we get to use Power Query, and Power Query is extraordinarily good fun. It's nice because, I mean, as you, you know, you're kind of more focused on it and you learn these cool tricks. And uh, yeah, you, so you kind of learn as you go, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that trick was actually a product of, uh, you know, the blog that I was reading back in the day. It was from Ben Guibardo. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's written this primer on um, M functions and uh, M language, essentially. Mm -hmm. So I had I had read, you know, the first 10, 12 pieces of content that he has put out on his blog. And they was just so incredible, so mm -hmm. detailed. And then he had also given the link to the type function for mm -hmm. M language. And I just ended up reading that as well. Although back in the day, I just couldn't really understand maybe 10% of that. But yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of move along you know, uh, yeah. time and then you tie up things together as you come across problems. And then the other day I was just sitting along and just playing around with Power Query and this is, let's just convert the entire query into a record. Let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then this happened. And I was like completely amazed with the results. Yeah. I said, this needs to be a video. Yeah. Very cool. So, very nice. Yeah. That's how it came along. It's, um, I love how that happens. I had this, I forgot what it was. I think it was, it was creating some kind of visualization for which you needed that wasn't native to Power BI that needed DAX for. This was a few years ago now. And I vividly remember back then I I looked at how, how it was done, looked at the DAX, and I was like, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. I'll, 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 I'll bookmark that and I'll come back to it later. And I completely forgot about it. And then it must've been like two years later, I came back to it, I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, that's really easy. <laughs> yeah, was... yeah, trust me, it happens to me all the time. I've sat across problems for months together and not been able to solve it. Maybe give it a little time here, give it a little time there. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't know, sometimes you just like, walking or taking a shower or going for a run and just come back and you just do it in just five minutes you just cracked it open that's it yeah yeah i scared it i scared one of my neighbors once a few months ago i mean i scared i kind of got to give us some cut off the short that was always a bit strange or whatever i was walking down the street i'd been i was taking a break from work and i went and i was just walking my dog and i did like a couple of laps of the block with the dog you know and it was i was just coming back into like the the drive of where the apartment block was and mm -hmm. this issue that I'd been thinking of, how could I solve it? It just kind of came to me, you know? And I really quite loudly shouted, I was like, all right, yeah, that's it. And I, as I said, I was walking past this woman, she was like, what the, f <laughs> are, you, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about work or something. It was, uh, but yeah, like taking your mind off, or like relaxing, doing something completely unrelated. These are the times that you solve problems. It's like, you know, sitting yeah, on totally the toilet, agree. you know? Totally agree. I mean, I can't even imagine to tell you that how many problems have I solved off the screen. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah. I totally second you on that. Yeah. I, I have a colleague and we very frequently do this thing. We'll, 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 we'll call each other and to solve a problem. And usually what happens is the other person doesn't solve the problem. It's just as we talk about it and explain to the other person, the problem becomes really, really clear. And the, sorry, the, the solution becomes very clear. And we're so like, good. that's a such yeah. a good technique. Yeah, it, it, we didn't, we don't really ever do it on purpose. I think we, it's kind of a bit more expected now because it's happened so often. But um, really, just sitting there talking, and then, and uh, uh, this the person in question, uh, um, a coyote is called. Um, his SQL is like a lot better than mine, and um, I was just talking through. I was like, oh, okay, can, can you explain this to me? Can you tell me? What, what I'm missing here, what I'm doing, because I've done this, I've changed this there, I've added that, and then I was like, 
all right no no i see right i've just this this part here it was like i need to be changed from like a one to a yes or whatever something weird like that yeah. um because the yeah. flag function anyway but it's 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 fantastic. It's it's. I love just talking about things. Just oh right, yeah. I'm I'm no longer thinking about the problem. I'm trying to describe it. I don't know, but it's yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just just put, reframing the problem just probably brings a bit of more, more structure to what you've done in the past. And I don't know how it works. Yeah. The mind works in strange ways, but yeah. Till the time you get to the answer, everything is good. Just calling it the rubber duck method. I don't know what that means. I guess you talk to a rubber duck, and the rubber and the rubber doesn't give the answer, but you'll learn the answer when. Jeff, feel free to clarify what you mean by the rubber duck method. I've never heard about this, and I can't really Google it right now. I can't type and talk at the same time. So have you heard of that rubber duck method? Nothing. No. no. Never before. No, it just, um, I'm sure there'll be some kind of explanation coming up about this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it the next time. Just use the rubber duck method in my yeah. videos. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a video about the rubber duck method. This is what, this is right. what you can do. That's right. You can incorporate into all of your, um, of your courses. Oh, man. That's right. Right. But actually, of course, you have um, you offer quite a few on, on your um, on your website, right? That's right. You got so you got yeah. you got mastering DAX, Power Query course. I like it. It's right. and master Excel step by step. I could t I could take that one to be honest. I really need it. <laughs> and this was this was my first course that I created on Excel uh, back in the day. I don't know, 2015, 20, 20, 2016, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. fair enough. I, it's still still something I could, I could get involved. I have people like they, they they make the assumption that it's like all things, you know. If I can work with Power BI, then obviously if I can answer a reasonable amount of questions with Power BI, I can probably do the same with Excel. I'm like, look, if you want to solve this problem using Power Query, fine, come to me. If you want to solve this problem using any other method in Excel, do not come to me unless it's like something really really basic. But um, yeah. This is also somehow like a phenomena out there uh, with people trying to get knowledge around Power BI is that they somehow tend to believe that because Excel and Power BI is so closely knit in different ways, mm. uh, like you could analyze in Excel the Power BI data and stuff like that. So people tend to believe that if I have to learn all of what Power BI has to offer, I somehow have to also learn Excel. Yeah. And that's just not true. No, I hope it's not. <laughs> 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 I, mean, took a long journey out of me. I ended up I ended up creating a video on that. I don't know how true is that. But yeah, I, I believe that what Excel offers to you, if you haven't been in, into data in the past at all, it just gives you a like a way to think about data. Like what mm. is summarization you could probably understand from a summary for a pivot table. Mm. So these kind of things probably will just help you understand the you know topics or maybe aspects of different different aspects of power bi mm. but generally you can't really carry any of your excel knowledge and apply it to power bi apart from a few functions here and there that's it yeah yeah true I'm just going to jump back because jeff's explained what it means now about the rubber duck method in the book the pragmatic programmer they carry around a rubber duck and debug their codes by explaining to it line by line to the so you basically you talk to the dog and explain it. It's a, and I, in my head, I've got this image of you know, is it um, Hamlet holding the skull and doing this monologue with the skull or whatever? I have something similar now. It's very like Shakespearean thing, like a Hamlet style, but instead of the skull, this rubber duck and talking yeah. to the rubber duck, explaining your code seems very um, theatrical, you know. Today in the afternoon, I was watching. Uh, cast away um and uh it just uh is like the, he does the same thing um uh, right tom hanks 
uh, right. talks to a football, football all the time. Wilson, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and he comes out of that uh, island, so I'm sure yeah. we can solve a couple of uh, analytical problems for sure. Definitely. Hey, Oz. Oz is trying as well. Um, I, hey, the, Oz. When, when I think of this film, Casper, the, the Tom Hanks film, when he has this this ball and he's talking to it, I played this game with my wife once. It's like these 20 questions where you've got to guess the character in the film. And I, I did this Wilson, this ball. I totally won. I, I saw all of, when I think of this, because it took her like an hour to get it. I just kept on. She was like, no, it's not. And it, was, it, was, it was the best. For me, it was the best ever way, way, way to play that game. Um, yeah. See, my God. Out of the the randomness of, the, of these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, exactly. I didn't expect me talking about you know rubber ducks and 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 balls and that, and that type of stuff. See, this is this is what you stayed up for, right? You could have been in bed. Yeah, certainly. You, you're talking about rubber ducks and uh, and volleyballs. I that's, mean, that's... When, when Oz came on, he did end up bringing out, I think, a, a, a dead chicken claw or something. So it can get pretty uh, ran, random up in here. Oh, <laughs> anyway, at, um, but in general, like, so back to yeah, our Power BI type discussion, what, what, what are you more comfortable? You see, obviously, you know, you have this training for Excel and you have your, where do you feel more comfortable when you, I think someone asked before as well in the comments, when you approach your clients, are they tend to be already using Power BI or do you ever like solve things that you have a go to company and actually solving the problems using Excel? What's your kind of favorite tool to be working with? I think these days um, it's 50-50. Um, so I don't do generally any Excel-based consulting. Uh, it's generally around Power BI. So it's 50-50 these days for a more mature company who has built some processes around working with data. They would probably be using Power BI already. Hmm. Okay. And um, for a company which is trying to solve problems outside the main revenue function, which is maybe the sales function or anything else, they mm -hmm. would probably not have heard of Power BI. So maybe I'll have to educate them a bit about Power BI and you know how things are working there and things like that. So yeah, that's yeah, how it is. So it's also like the, the education of the tool as well, like implement it yourself and then teach them how to use it. So, so going forward, they can kind of also use it within their own company, yeah? Yeah. That's right. I yeah. think in terms of education, one thing that, that helps generally is that if you've had a past project that you've done, and if you mm. could show some sample to the client, uh, that is when it actually clicks to them. Oh, I could probably do that, and I could probably do this, and things mm. like that. So mm. uh, that helps. Uh, but otherwise, it's very, very difficult to ask the client to uproot every single Excel report that they have created in the past many, many years and move everything to Power BI and rely on whom? This guy, me, right here, goodly guy. So I'll do it for you. So it's very, very difficult to do that. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Sorry, you got me, you got me with goodly guy. <laughs> um, yeah, of, of course. But when did you, do you meet a lot of resistance when you um, uh, suggesting a, a new tool? I mean, when you're suggesting Power BI, you, have, you see you have people who perhaps have never heard of it. Is there resistance to adopt something like that? Because I've known, you know, um, user acceptance is always um, an issue for this sort of thing. Um, for the clients that I have worked for, I think uh, it's not been too difficult to mold them into using Power BI. Mm. Uh, for some or the other reason, uh, these clients have been the clients that I have worked with them in the past for some mm. or the other project. Yeah, And maybe just through the sheer relationship that I've built with them, they would probably just trust me to do the right thing for them. And that's it. Uh, if, in the scenario when they have not really heard about Power BI in the past, but 
yeah not too difficult mm. but uh, yeah sometimes you would have to educate them a bit and then they will just be converted you know yeah. into giving me the assignment but yeah i think when i think about user acceptance and this adoption of a a new newer tool of course newer than excel and um, pretty much everything's new than excel um because of the days you know a, a few years ago for example when it wasn't as known i mean now companies even smaller companies tend to kind of they kind of poke the nose in a little bit and do a little bit of research what is what what can we what tools um, can we be using there aren't that many people who have experience of data who've never at least heard of power bi whereas when we were first getting started i remember back in 2017 2018 those type of times it was a yeah, lot I agree. a lot harder and i feel I, agree. I feel scarred by those days you know um it was tough yeah i think uh, you know the rankings of power bi as a product in microsoft just in general in the gartner quadrant has done pretty amazing uh, at least for the bigger companies who consider these yeah. metrics really really useful yeah uh, yeah that's the way it is i've got a comment at the i've just go back to this um Oz is, is, is get a correction. It was not a dead chicken claw. It was a turkey foot. I don't see a vast <laughs> amount of difference there, to be honest. But, but <laughs> basically, you said it was even bigger. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. I um sorry, just it was a, a random thing about this. Uh, cool. The um the, the, the Gartner quadrant you mentioned, right? I I'm always curious about this because when we when we talk about data visualization, when we talk about you know any sort of showing data, and what it's all for me, it's also about oh, what's said quite often is about clarity, what it means, what it represents, and whilst with the Gartner, you can't see those things. I want to know. I don't know much about how they arrive at that data, you know. So it just feels like every. I mean, how often is it released? Twice a year, a few times a year. I don't know. Every year, I just see this picture of Power BI, you know there or whatever there however right. when you look at the screen it's like okay great that means good that's what i know i mean that there that spot means good you got here's here's power bi here's here's tableau and all the rest of this stuff that people kind of that's use right. and know and but i want to know i want more information than that i was like okay what's what does that represent other than the actual quadrants where, where they're gathering this data who they're asking and i feel frustrated by the Ghana quadrant yes i think know. i think i ended up reading one of the blog articles which was uh, supplemented along with the link the this was, I, I don't know, maybe quite a while ago. And they did mention a couple of parameters on which uh, the product was you know, rated and ranked. But uh, I don't really have the link or do I remember that what was those parameters. But I believe that I read them somewhere in the past, but uh, don't really recall that what were those, okay. those parameters. Well, Kevin says that there are details in the report that tell you how to, calc how to calculate the score. I don't. I don't want to read. That well, sounds like a lot of hard work. I'm not. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to look at pictures of data and not read paragraphs, man. If, if, if I wanted to read paragraphs of text, I would just. I would just read the paragraph of text. Give me the PDF. You know. I mean, yes. I. I'm sure there are some very clever metrics behind it, but sometimes I'm just thinking. I just feel that every few months, it's like lots of people who work for Microsoft and work with the work with Microsoft tool kind of publish it and just say, look, this is how awesome it is. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not denying that it's awesome. It's it's, it's really good. I mean, of course, of course, I like it because I wouldn't have a job if I didn't like it. Um, but and like, what does that <laughs> what does that mean in real world terms? I really, I really don't actually. I I don't. 
I really, really don't like getting in discussions about, you know, um, Power BI versus Tableau. Yeah, like, seriously. It is. Every time I see that, if anyone has made a video about this, I fully respect that, whatever, this is great, you do it, you have that. But for me, I'm like, pick what works and go with it. I had, and this is to give background as to why I hate it so much. And the previous company that I worked for, we had, we were using both, we used Power BI and Tableau, which was fine because it was a huge company and it, they can be rolled up together, no problem. But there was one specific report and that did the metrics for the entire company. And it was, and it was discussion, okay, we've been building it in Tableau, should we build it in Power BI instead? And literally it was like the CEO of the company was sitting there and put us in a room with seven people. And he was like, okay, discuss it. Which one should we be using this for? Power BI or Tableau. Let's go through the pros and cons. I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> getting it. And I'll and I tell you what happened. I'll tell you what the outcome was. They gave, we, 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 we went through it. said, okay, this can do this, this can do this. We took the notes on a, on a whiteboard or something. Someone who didn't know either tools was the one who was going to make the decision because, okay, you don't know anything. Therefore, we're going to kind of let you make the decision based on what you've decided. And his conclusion was, oh, I don't know. It was just... <laughs> that, that was epic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with click for you, okay? Uh, so... <laughs> no, better off Excel. <laughs> let's just do it. <laughs> let's, let's just do Excel. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, it's just, I'm not sure. Have you ever had these, like, been involved with this? These discussions of what's best or anything? No. Um... For the clients that I've had uh, uh, approached in the past, or you know, vice versa, and they have been telling me that hey, we, we are using Tableau, and and as time passed away, almost everyone switched from Tableau to Power BI for one or the other reason. One of the reasons was cost, uh, mm. you know. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I've had that in the past. Uh, you know, we don't we not really like uh, Power BI. Tableau is much cleaner. The visuals are better, and things like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Reason. Exactly. It's just I. I just I always just say just look look at it. Whichever one you pick, they're gonna be. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna do have some nice reports. I promise. But just pick one. Stick with that decision and go with it. And whatever you do, don't pick one. Use it for a year and a half, and then change your mind because that's gonna because that's gonna, that's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think uh, after a while, you use any application. This is just not for Power BI or Tableau. I mean, even the business, like you're using any particular application, a payment gateway yeah. or any other application to solve any other problem. Switching costs are are way too high than just saving a few dollars here and there. So yeah. it's really, really uh, quite painful to set up the processes again. Yeah, yeah, completely. Anything, I mean, any any project that halfway through gets gets um, changed, it's like it doesn't matter what the project, what it's about, how it's getting changed. If you start a project and halfway through, like, okay, we need to rethink this. It's like I don't want to be here anymore. It's like this. Yeah. This, this is too much to, to deal with. Oh, yeah. One second. Uh, apparently, this uh, bark is an alternative to Gardner, so I'm gonna have a look at that as well. Maybe that's just more information that I don't fully understand. Um, maybe we have waiting for you. Yeah, maybe I could get Power Query on Gartner and then I could understand that a little bit more. I'm not sure, but uh, maybe that could help somehow. I don't know. One day, we, sh we shall see. We shall see. What about this? We spoke about, about um, uh, Power BI, Excel, and, and um, Power Query, of course. 
we've mentioned Tableau, which may be the first time ever on this on these live chats. What about what about uh, Daxman? I saw you uh, you did. Um, I'm not sure how long it was. I was just clicking on all your all your videos, um, uh, like Dax debugging type uh, courses and stuff. So you must be quite comfortable with with um, Dax, no? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you go. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with Dax. Uh, I'd say um, I can do some um, pretty weird stuff in Dax. Um, weird's good. And and it so happened that. Um, Initially, I started to learn. I mean, I learned Power Query, the interface of it, but I never really deep dived into the M language and things like that. Mm. And project after project, when I kind of, I just tried to make my DAX more sophisticated as I went along doing more projects, and which was not not the right thing to do. So I was not really paying attention to the data model at the back. So I was trying to okay. do everything with DAX. Yeah. And there came the time when the models became slower and non-performant and things like that. So. At that time, I decided maybe I could just tinker with the uh, way the data has been structured at the back, maybe just shape the mm. tables once again, uh, mm. and then try to do something, which actually improved the like the performance of the model quite significantly. And that's the time when I started to kind of move back from DAX and just started to play around with Power Query a lot more and shape the model so that I never have to write you know any sophisticated DAX again. So yeah, that's the uh, that's pretty journey. cool. Two DAX and back to Power Query. I like that. It's kind of like I can write awesome DAX, but I choose not to. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> I like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not true. I fully believe you because obviously I've seen some of your video stuff look very nice. Um, but I feel that would also be a really good line to someone like me who my DAX is. It's okay. I guess it's someone. I could do that, but I choose not to. Let's look at the model instead. Let's let's start there. <laughs> but of course, you're exactly right. Yes, checking the model is always very important to check. Again, this is class. I mean, the, the classic situation where you write, you know, fifteen lines lines of DAX, or you can just, you know, do some one add one column in Power Query, and then um, you kind of you kind of set it to go. I still admit that the, the most under, the most underutilized thing I've, that I've seen in Power Query is just age. Age. It's like for me, like on on a on a, a date table. Oh, okay. I think age can help you solve so many complex uh, things, especially when it comes to like you know um, time intelligence. You know, seeing a huge number of videos about you know, okay, how can I make the the report only show um, the past or data from this week? Look, okay, that's a flag on your on your data, or only show the past like seven days. Okay, that's age, and um, but. DAX-wise, it's obviously it's not hugely complex, but it's certainly more complex than you know flag equals. You know, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Just add a column to your calendar table or so, and you're just good to go. Yeah, yes. When I uh, when I um, do the, the the trainings for for Power BI, obviously we start with an, an in Power Query, and um, always with a date table. The day table for me is just like the center of everything because it's just it's so other than you know the fact table uh, because it's just so like <laughs> vital to, to so many things you can do you know one second uh dax okay okay this is a fair comment sql or power helps to yes it's just true sql as well that is a, a very good point if you're some decent uh, sql statements i um that is uh certainly not my strength the uh sql but um Getting there, I kind of learning bits and pieces. And um, my boss said to me the other day, I had a, 
had to change something. My, my boss said, oh, oh, the SQL, do you want me to do it for you? I was like, no, I don't want you to do it. Dude, I, I appreciate the offer, but I've got to learn, man. So I'm just doing it. I'm like, changing. like, maybe that there. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm getting there. But uh, yeah, this is a good point, actually. The, the number of conversations you have about Power BI, Power Query, and SQL doesn't even get mentioned at all. Yeah, it's it's. Do you um? Is it something? Do you can you SQL? I, no, not at all. No. Okay. Goodly doesn't SQL. I'm. Uh, I could, <laughs> oh, so man, no man. SQL. No, I, I I feel a lot more secure now because normally it's just like oh, not normally, but quite often it's like yes, I started with SQL and I work with this technology and that technology, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, okay, fine. But so it's it's I I feel like I'm in good company, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm I'm just a pretty straight off uh, Excel guy. Dealt with a lot of lookups and you know mm -hmm. uh, before excel or along with excel i created a lot of powerpoint presentations so i came over from a very very business centric background yeah. i've uh, apart from a few classes in the school i've never really coded in my life so yeah uh, none of that experience actually uh, is there uh, yeah. so i've seen sql here and there in a few projects i could just get a table from sql and mm. add it to power bi and then mm. understand what query folding is and mm. take use of that till the time my query actually breaks the folding yeah. and rest. <laughs> but apart from that that's it yeah. but this is actually a good point from from jeff um sql now within uh data marts right? right yes i was really happy about that because it gave me more of a drive to actually improve my sql i was like oh okay right so now it's i mean i know i could have done it anyway um but yeah hey this is a really random thought when i just think about sql how come no one ever mentions how annoyingly small the sql box is when you do like uh, when you're getting data right and it's like basically all right an sql statement this box is like ridiculously tiny it's how I've, I've never seen anyone ever said oh you know all right open it or like you know um uh, and on the ideas side please can we not have the world's smallest box for sql statements and if i'm um, also if, if you import there are certain situations where you can't even um hit enter or return as soon as you hit enter or return it just it's it. So if you're like, if you're going to the next line, it just enters it and you're like, okay, now I've got to wait now because this, this is not going to oh, work. Oh, it's executing. Oh, okay. Yeah, ex enters execute. So there's certain situations where it doesn't execute. And I don't know, this just came to my head right now because I very rarely mention it, but I've done it more in, in, in the past uh, month or so. And I'm like, why do you hate us? Why do you give us this? It's like, <laughs> do you know when you like, do you when you like post a letter in the post, in the post box? This is how we're writing our SQL statements. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the space that you get. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it's for people who like me, who can only write that amount of SQL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this the box should be smaller. Yeah, OK. So yeah, the box should be, so, so the box should be so that small that only SQL gurus know it's there. That's a good point, actually. Fair enough. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Um, I'd rarely use it, but on the occasions that I do, it's um, just a strange thing. It's uh, sometimes when you come across uh, an EU encounter situation or something that you think is doesn't work very well, and you realize that you've never heard anyone say anything about it at all. It's like, is it me? Am I doing something yeah. wrong here? Yeah. No? Very odd. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, no SQL. So it's, it's not not a big de not a big deal on on the goodly side, I suppose. 
You were, um, am I correct? Were you recently made a, um, a data guard by correct, uh, or um, a data guard of the week? Is that correct? I'm yeah, curious. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. What was what was that for? I did ask, I saw come up. Um, I guess probably for the YouTube videos that I end up creating, uh, he picked me up. So oh, okay, I thought you nice. said I thought it was said something about a, a new a new course or something was 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 coming out. Yeah, so uh, he uh, Chris is gen um, very very generous, and he kind of lets you you know mm. add something to your mm. profile, which you could probably ah. uh, kind of talk about in terms of. Mm. Uh, revenue or you know selling something to the audiences who take a look takes a look at your profile so he was generous on that but uh yeah nice but nice. It, it was not because of the training that i'm trying that that i'm it was not because of that no 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 I, it was I, just... I, I was just i was just it's because I, I was looking on your website and i was thinking okay is there a new training that that, that i can uh, look out for or something but uh, okay fair enough but congratulations on being the data god of the week very cool. Thank you. Thank Very you. Cool. Thank you. I love these um, art artist sketches. I when when he, he showed me the image that he used on his website, I was really happy because it gave me quite a nice beard. And I'm like, in real life, I could never grow a beard that awesome. So <laughs> the data guard version of me had just quite a nice uh, a, a nice beard. And I was like, okay, fair. At, at least one version of me has, has that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's the the graphics that he creates these artworks is pretty awesome actually. So, yeah, he gave he gave me actually two versions of it. Uh, so he he gave me with a blue turban and a red turban, and the, the the photo that I have on on LinkedIn and other places is with the red turban. He says, "Hey, would you want to go with a blue turban or a red turban because the blue matches the background of the blue of the artwork, so you might want to go with that, or you can pick red." And I just showed it to my brother and my family around, my wife around. She says, "Okay, go with red." So that's very <laughs> nice. That is the image that I think stands out of you for most people, you know. This is when they have on your, on your profile and stuff. It's kind of uh, goes. That's on. right. Very nice, mate. Very nice. That's oh, right. yeah. Um, okay, this is actually a good point. Use Notepad++ or any other app to write SQL. I know this is totally true. Um, I'm not good at that, to be honest. I, I end up doing something really terrible that I just use, like, what's it called? Like, text edit or no yeah just not just notepad not notepad plus plus just uh just regular old notepad um i think last month i really gave myself a, like a kick up the ass and i was like okay use notepad plus plus i tell you why it was because um, i was writing vega light right and um just sort some stuff out in deneb and i had it all down okay and i was preparing myself for some kind of user group talk or something and I was obviously having trouble to work out where the um, the commas kind of opened and closed myself off, and I was doing it in Notepad, and I was like, okay, Ben, just use Notepad++, do it in there. But I put it in Notepad++, which is not easy to say, by, by, by the way. Um, and when it highlights the, the, the um, what are they called? Uh, the brackets, when it highlights the brackets, it does it in like this shade of red that I can't see very well. So I was still like zooming in. I felt like even older than I actually am just like really trying to find where this stuff ended and finished, you know? Uh, but yeah. And okay, one second, this is a good point. Use Azure Data Studio. I actually just started using Azure Data Studio as well. And it's no. awesome. Is it? Do you use this? Never. I'm going to try maybe yeah. someday. Do it. Do it. It was recommended to be by a colleague. Um, I think it was a Azure Data Studio, unless I'm getting mixed up with something else. 
um, because I wanted, I was sick of using um, SSMS to kind of access our like, um, yeah, our data warehouse. And I really don't like the interface and it's slow and it's, I don't need it because I don't write so much SQL. I just kind of, you know, okay, right click, show me top 1000 rows or something. And then from that, I'll just kind of steal some code or whatever. So it was take so long. So I used that and okay, you're right. You're right. Basically, there are lots of alternatives for the very thing that I'm, that I'm complaining about. However, <laughs> I don't find that acceptable because if you're using a tool and it's right there and the and the, and the, the option is, oh, I just use this other tool instead. So I've got to use that and then I write it there and then I've got to copy and paste it here. It just means you've written, you've given me a bad program to use in the first place, you know? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, that's just me going to my random small box SQL type rant. All good. All good. Anyway, mate, um, I know it's late over there, so I don't want to like, kind of take on longer than you want to because you said already when, when we first first started that it was getting um, getting late and, and past your bedtime. So totally cool. Are you sure you're okay, mate? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah, cool. You're doing okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So. But um, so you say, just going back to the... Very, very star. So you say so you're you're based in uh, Dubai, right? That's right. How is that? Is it uh, nice to live there? Are you enjoying it? Is it uh, extraordinarily hot? Because to be honest, I'm in my office and I'm actually baking. You can probably tell this by the pink spots on my face. Um, <laughs> in Berlin, it's already too hot. So how's it like? What's it like over there? Uh, yeah, the weather is extremely hot here. Uh, this summer has been slightly cooler as compared to the other summers, the typical summers that we get here. It's very, very hot. Although mm -hmm. it has just been about one and a half year or so that I have been here, but uh, it's very, very hot here. Um, but for a large part, the weather pretty much resembles what we have it in India, uh, mm -hmm. minus the desert and the desert. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's how it is. I mean, back in 2020, I was in India and during this COVID time, um, Mm. Everything moved online and then the training went online, the consulting went online. Mm. Um, and I had all the time in my hand. Otherwise, I was I was pretty much like 150 days on the road just doing training or consulting work for, for clients and companies. Wow. And this led me this opportunity of creating the little YouTube thing that's going on and also uprooting my entire life and just moving out to a different country altogether. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, my brother stays here. Uh, so. Um, yeah, it was a little easier to move to mm. a con new country, but uh, yeah, it's Very it's nice. a it's it's a good country. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, so you uh, you did you say you moved there during um, Corona? Um, that's right. Now? Okay, okay. Yeah. That's so because you had the freedom to do so, so you did it basically. That's right. Not that's right. bad. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I I did not move to a new country. I stayed right where I was and locked myself in my, in my office, and I haven't <laughs> haven't left since. But what I have been. Uh, I mean, I've heard uh, all of your past uh, conversations here on uh, live, uh, especially cool. when I'm in the gym, uh, back to back, <laughs> <this> place, <laughs> or you know, Cheers, during man. the night when I go for a walk. Um, and uh, you believe, I believe, you did move from England to Germany uh, yeah. back in 2006 or something. Yeah, you got a very good memory. I'm very impressed. Um, exactly, it was uh, just before the World Cup in 2006. Uh, yeah, I, I moved here and uh, yeah, it's just, I was just... here and when I, what happened was at the first time I moved to Berlin, at the first time I came to Berlin, I was like 17, 17, 18, I think actually for my 18th birthday around that time. And I just really loved, there was something about the city that I just loved, you know, and I always want to come back 
and then I came back um, during when I was at university. I took a year out to come back and almost, almost didn't go back to university, but I did. Obviously, very, very pleased that I did. Um, and then when I had the chance to, and I finished university, I just moved straight back again, and I've been here ever since, really. Um, I can't say it wasn't because I met someone. It was obviously because it always is. Um, I was meant to go on a like yeah European on my on my year out. I was my plan was to do like a European tour and have like an interrail pass and go for different places. I went to Berlin. I went to a couple other different places in Germany. I took a train to um, where did I go again? Somewhere else that wasn't Germany. I can't remember Prague. I went to Prague, and then I was in Prague, and I was just kind of like, no, I'm going to go back because I met someone, and that's that was me in Berlin. Since oh. then, yeah, I'm not with the same person, but that's that was my how I ended up being here. And uh, very nice, yeah, very nice. and you also learned the language. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I speak German. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, not like nice. fluently, um, but kind of like how I learned, how I really, I learned it in strange ways. I kind of didn't do it, learn it in a structured way. So I kind of, there are some things that I should know that I don't know in German. There's other things that I kind of have like really picked up strange words from dialects and all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun language is German. Yeah, it's a pretty good thing to learn language. Yeah, I should do more of it, um, but what are you gonna do? Time-wise, it's <laughs> it, that, that's that, that's always that's always a thing, right? Time-wise, time yeah. it's it, it's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is me. Are you planning on staying in Dubai, or do you kind of you don't know? We'll see how it goes. Or, well, or fact, that, it, this is the this is the most confusing question of my life that I don't have the answer to as of now. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't really know if am I am I going to go back to India? Am I going to go back like go to some other place from here? I mm. really don't have any clue. For the fact that uh, the kind of work that I do and the work, the way that work has been moving, it just gives me the freedom not to be at a certain place. All that I have is like one computer, two monitors to just back it up and just go. Mm. Uh, that's all that I have. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know. Let's just yeah, see. yeah. It's a big question. Sorry, I didn't put you on the spot there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's totally okay. That's totally okay. Um, yeah, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Well, wherever you end up, I'm sure you'll. Have a great time. I can recommend Berlin. If you ever find yourself in Berlin, just uh, let me know. It's uh, it's always a fun place to be. But yes, plenty of options. Uh, yeah, plenty of options. Yeah, um, I had a I had a training a few uh, months back, and there was this gentleman joining in from uh, Germany. Um, I'm not really sure which country was he joining from, and he just showed the, like he just took the camera out and he just showed all the uh, snowfall that was happening and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I've, I've, you know, being from India, I've never really seen a snowfall. Trust me. Although we have parts in India which are really, really cold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Kashmir. Uh, hmm. But uh, I've never really seen a snowfall. That's never. interesting because when I first was in Berlin, I was staying with a, um, a bunch of Australians, and some of them had also never seen snow. And it was really quite a wonderful thing to be with someone when they saw snow for the first time, because that joy on the face of having, and it, for me, it's just like weather. I mean, I'm from Northeast England, doesn't snow all the time, but you know, it snows. Um, to see a person see just a, a type of weather for the first time and like touch snow, it was awesome. It was such a wonderful yeah. experience to kind of be part of that, you know? So, yeah. I mean, so I, I come from a place, so I come from a place uh, in India, which is uh, Jaipur. And yeah. 
closer to my home city that mm. happens to be the largest desert in India, which is called the Thar Desert. Oh, wow. And okay. I'm back in, a, in another deserted area. So... <laughs> <laughs> you just you're just drawn to the desert mate right desert yeah yeah oh, i would want to go God. to the snow yeah yeah maybe there's some kind of what's the just go to antarctica that's kind of like a desert of snow right there you go that would be i have cool. been to england once um uh, for a few i think two odd weeks i really liked it there uh, uh it was like a trip to meet some family there so okay. i don't know maybe england yeah I mean, I left, but each to their own. <laughs> each to their own. I like. I really like Scotland. I mean, Scotland is for me. I haven't been, of course, to oh. every place in the world, but Scotland is very, very beautiful. Yes, I, I think I was. We were just driving. Um, you know, I think it was. We were trying to go to Edinburgh, or we were trying to go to Scotland. One of the, mm. and we had taken this car or rent. And you know, as a child, I used to draw these scenic pictures where you mm. have like a valley and you have a tree at the back and you have a small hut and you have this rainbow and birds flying. I literally saw that. I said, "This is where I am stopping the car. This is where I am living. That's it. Decision wow. made for life." That's so but it cool. was so beautiful. It was yeah. so beautiful. But yeah, I had to yeah. come back to the desert. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. It happens. No, I can, I can remember when I was younger. I mean, I, I went to Scotland a few times when I was a little kid and stuff, you know. And I always just thought of it as kind of, you know, like England, but, you know, at the top part. It wasn't, of course, until when I was older and I was actually seeing the country and experiencing the people um, that I really just realized Scotland is so different um to the uk because uh, the, the countryside in the uk is it's, it's nice you know it's very green and quite rolling we have you know the, the pennines and stuff um but when you get to scotland it's so much harsher you know it's like a bit more rough and kind of like jagged if you will i'm not sure but because but it's still green you know um it's very dramatic i like it a lot that's nice that's nice yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah so um anyway Sorry, I won't uh, keep you too late. Uh, well, call it a day there, mate. It's been a really good chat, and I know it's late, and to be honest, I'm sure. starting to get a bit, bit slippy myself, and now I'm getting a bit sad because I'm not in Scotland, and I love Scotland so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one thing, actually, I, I love, um, I do love being in Berlin, but I really miss having, like, because in around Berlin we have Brandenburg, and it's not really um, particularly beautiful. There's no, like, coastlines. There's no, like, hills, mountains. It's just very, very flat. So this is why is I want to, okay. yeah, just really, I mean, North Germany, like North Germany and kind of like Netherlands and stuff is just like flat, 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 flat. And um, so we recently went on holiday to Austria and it was, of course, mountains there. It was just nice to be around countryside. And we, we stayed in this like apartment. We opened on the balcony, had just like mountains all around us and stuff and a um, little bit of snow, not a lot, but a little bit of snow. So that was nice. I enjoyed that. Snow sure. gets here in Dubai, but in 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 winters, in the month of December and January, there's a very thin layer of snow that you would see on on the sand. If you just go uh, deep in the sand, uh, near the sand dunes and stuff, so you would see a very thin layer of sand, and it gets really really cold in the night uh, yeah. here in the sand. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I saw a video of that. It looked pretty cool. Liked it a lot. Yeah. Anyway, mate, thank you so much for joining. It's been an absolute pleasure. Sure. Um, really enjoyed hearing all the stories. I really enjoyed hearing about Goodly. That was wonderful. Oh, that it's going to stick. It's going to stick in my head even more than already. Do you understand that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. That was cool. Good luck with everything. And um, yeah, really enjoy your videos. Really enjoy your stuff. So I'll look forward to keep on enjoying those things. 
and uh, yeah, everyone who is in the in the chat, asking the questions, talking, chatting away, it's always much appreciated that you join us. Um, take care. I'll be back next Thursday. And I forget who I'm talking to, as I always do, because I have a terrible memory. One day I will actually remember that. Um, but I shall see everyone again next Thursday. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, have a nice rest of the day. Okay? Thank you.